Hey, welcome back to Crimes and Closets. This is Beth in my closet in North Carolina. And this is Christy in my closet in St. Louis. I feel like I said closets. Also. Oh, (laughs) I try sometimes. (laughs) I consciously try closets. (laughs) I think it's just one of those words. It's the way you say it along with height. (laughs) Okay. I don't say that anymore. (laughs) Oh, you don't? I haven't noticed. When you say it alone, it sounds stupider, though. Width and height. That's how I used to but say But you're it. like, yeah. well, I mean, and that makes sense because thinking of width, you want to just say that, but you're not the only one. Like I hear it on no, I know. all the time. And every time I hear it, I'm like, what's wrong with people? There's a T at the end of that word. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, okay. happy Monday. <laughs> happy, mo- happy Monday. <laughs> Welcome in all you fine people. How's it going? It's not going well. Oh. <laughs> I have to make a confession. Okay. I am a serial killer. And well, well, it all do happened. You, do you need an attorney? Maybe. You have the right Maybe. to remain silent. What's happening right now? Are you making a citizen's arrest? <laughs> um, sorry. I can't. I sorry. can't. I mean, over <laughs> Zoom, I cannot. <laughs> I need a new chair too, by the way, because it just creaked. I'm sorry. It's a okay. Chair. <laughs> I'm creaky um, too. What's going on? I, I, it all happened this morning at, within seconds and it upset me. Like I basically gasped and almost cried because I'm driving home from dropping my son off at school and I have to run back in because he's going on a field trip today and I forgot his lunch. And luckily another mom in the neighborhood is going on the field trip. So I just had to run it over to her house but I'm turned down my street and there's these two squirrels chasing each other off the side of the, on like the sidewalk and they dart in front of me. But you know how like squirrels are usually pretty quick and they like dart back, but I feel like maybe they were distracted because they were playing. And, and I looked in my, I didn't really, I felt kind of something, but not really. I was like, I don't think I did anything. And then I looked in my rear view mirror (gasps) and there was one laying and one was like flopping around and I was like, Oh my God. God. (laughs) And then I went, I got the lunch and as I was driving back, yep. Both of them feet apart in the middle of the road. I killed two living creatures in a matter of seconds. That is sad. It is sad. I like squirrels. You do. I do. I I don't dislike them, but I think they're cute and I always like to see them, but, and I, I'm so sad because I should have just like rammed into a tree or something instead. (laughs) (laughs) No, always hit the animal. They say that's like a rule, a road rule or whatever. Not well, uh, tip always hit the animal. Well, your insurance won't cover damage if you hit something else as opposed to like a deer. If it's a deer. Well, it's cover- safer to hit it. the animal than to swerve and like hit a tree or roll well, over yes. or something, hit another car. Right, right, right. You're supposed to always anyway. hit the animal. That's sad. Rest in peace. Wasn't that what was in my backyard was a squirrel? Remember? And my kid thought we said whore. 
It was, a, it was a mole. It was a mole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was thinking it was a squirrel for a second, but it was a mole. <laughs> no. So now I've, so I've officially entered since since the definition is two for serial killer. Yeah, but it, no. it was the right, all together. Serial killer, you have to have a cooling off period in between. I, I know. So I was going to say. I'd, you're like a spree just, killer. You're just a murderer. You're just a murderer. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> of squirrels. You have the right to remain silent. Look, I tried to help you. Okay. Now Alvin and Simon's dad are going to come after you. You know, the chip, that's not a squirrel. That's a chipmunk. I'm okay. I'm like, it's not a squirrel. <laughs> They're chipmunks. Got it. I don't know any squirrels. Get your animals straight. There's no, there's no famous squirrels or like cartoon squirrels. I don't think. Isn't that so. store Busey's or Bucky's? Is that a squirrel? I think that might be a chipmunk too. It's or like a Texas. Okay. Beaver. Byron, we're, we're just hitting it out of the park. I don't know. Bucky's. That's what it's called, right? Yes. We, we were on we a road trip. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. We were on a road trip and we had to... What did we pull over for? Gas? Yes, we wanted gas and we were like, oh, look, there's Bucky's. We might as well check yeah. it out. It took us 40 minutes to get out of the parking lot. To, and we didn't even well, go in. I was going <laughs> to say, did we gas. even get gas? Did we even get that? I don't even remember doing that. I think I feel we like did we, get gas. <laughs> we were we like, we're never going to one of these stores. We will not support you. Your traffic pattern is less than par. <laughs> it was the 40 yeah. minutes just getting out of the parking lot. We were so annoyed. It was, it was at 100%. Yeah. I'm sure it's so, a great anyway. store, but no, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, I can't find well, them on I'm Bucky's just... right now. I can't find what they are. <laughs> I think it's a beaver though. Anyway, go ahead. They're called like buck nuts or the famous, like, but <laughs> I don't even know what oh. I'm talking about. Anyway, yeah. There's like a famous mm -hmm. like candy or something that you get from there. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I'm sorry about the squirrels. That is upsetting. Thank you. I would not like that at all. Yeah. You just left him there. Huh? I Maybe you should go get a well, shovel. What, um, Erect one of those crosses on the side of the road. <laughs> oh my God. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about? Like imagine? the memorial things. Look, people do that for their animals, their dogs and I, stuff. I know. But what am I supposed to name them? Here, maybe you will lies. create two famous squirrels. Okay, all right, let's move on. I can't talk. <laughs> okay. Well, um, going from murder of squirrels to murder, I do have a case. But before we get to that case, um, we have a new Patreon that we want to shout out. So thank you to Michelle S. Welcome in. We appreciate you and your support. Patreon is really fun. I just got wind of this case, this other case that I am going to cover on Patreon that happened in my town, and I know I knew the the victim. Do you think I should cover mm. that? I know. It Hunter. has to play out a little bit. So, mm. okay. Yeah, it happened in yeah. Huntington, West Virginia. Don't look it up and spoil it. It's big, big news there right now. So I may cover that on Patreon in the next couple months once things play out there. Um, but it's a lot of fun over there. So thank you, Michelle S., for your support. Rest in peace to squirrels. 
Um, I think that's it. Okay. <laughs> so here's my murder. All right, I'm ready for it, I think. Okay. This is a listener suggestion from our friend Irish East. Oh, yes. I, so I actually was with her. Yes, she is a longtime listener and we appreciate her and her support. She won one of our wine glasses, the OG ones. Yes, I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. This is a scary case. Oh. Scary. You're going to know why. Well, I guess this, it's good week, that this is in October if it's scary. <laughs> it's not spooky scary. It's like murdery scary. Okay. Um, this week we are going to Overland Park, Kansas. You know where that is? Yeah. Well, I don't know where it is, but I definitely have heard of it. Mm-hmm. It is 15 minutes south of Kansas City. That's why I've heard of it because it's very, very mm-hmm. like close to the border, essentially. Correct. It is considered in the Kansas City, Kansas metro area. Mm-hmm. And this is the case of Kelsey Smith. Oh. Yeah. No bells. Got it. No bells. Kelsey Ann Smith was born on May 3rd, 1989 to parents Greg and Missy Smith. Her dad was a police officer in Overland Park. Kelsey was the third of five children. Big family. She had long brown hair and brown eyes. Very pretty girl. Kelsey was a typical middle child. She was very loud. She was very outgoing. And from a young age, she was given the name No-No because she was always into something mischievous. (laughs) And so they constantly had to say (laughs) No-No. And so they called her No-No. This reminds me of my middle guy who is exactly like that. But mm-hmm. what's funny is, like, he is a middle guy, but when he got the nicknames he got, which was El Destructo, because he destroyed everything <laughs> in his path, he really wasn't, like, a middle kid yet. You know, like, he got that nickname early on. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he was a second born. He was, he was a second. not a middle. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. That's a good point. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, she would have just been a third kid. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily a middle kid. But anyway. So, no, no. I think that's cute. She was very involved in choir and theater. She was a very talented young lady. And her favorite activity was being a member of her school's marching band, where she played the clarinet. Oh, how cool. Yes. She is described as the life of the party. And she had a boyfriend that she loved very much named John. At the time of her death, which was in 2007, Kelsey was 18 years old and had just graduated from high school in May. She worked at the local movie theater, and she would always make sure to bring home big bags of popcorn for everyone after her shifts were over. Oh, that's fun. It's so fun. There is nothing like movie theater popcorn. Well, I agree. I do not eat popcorn unless it's from the movie theater. So, right, yeah. just the butter or something. Mm-hmm. She was planning to attend Kansas State University in the fall with her best friend and one of her sisters. And she was excited to be a part of their marching band. They had a very big marching band, and she chose the school in part because they had, she just wanted to be in their band. 
Kelsey and her boyfriend, John, were about to celebrate their six-month anniversary, and he had recently given her a promise ring. Oh, another promise ring. I was going to say, they keep coming up, these promise rings. Yeah. Gosh. And they are still a thing. We've had people write in and say they have promise rings from their boyfriends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember hearing that in the last case that we did. So that's cool. Yeah, it's cute. On Saturday, June 2nd, 2007, Kelsey and John had plans to go out for dinner for their anniversary. John had planned to pick Kelsey up at her house around 7.30. That day, Kelsey worked a shift at the movie theater, and then her family went to a local fair that was in town called Shawnee Days, which is like an old-timey type fair, but it had rides and games and things like that and fair food, you know. And you called it Shawnee Day? Old Shawnee Days. Which is... Really funny. Did you watch Parks and Rec? No. I've never watched that show. Oh, well, you need to. And I want to say that they came up with a festival called Old Pawnee Days because they were from Pawnee. Oh. Huh. Well, this is not the same. No, but it's. I think – I feel like it's modeled after possibly. Maybe. Maybe Mm -hmm. it is. Maybe they – are they Midwestern? Parks and Recs, like yeah, Kansas I think so. City area. Oh, there not that area, but it's. It, I, I believe that it's a Midwestern-ish area. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Well, so they were there as a family, had a great day together. They went home, and everyone was tired, so they kind of laid down. They were chilling out, and then around six thirty, Kelsey got up and she told her dad that she needed to run out and pick up an anniversary gift for John that she wanted to give to him that evening. And so she was said she was running up to Target, which is okay. like one of my favorite places ever. Mine too. I'm probably going to run there after this. So. Oh, <laughs> Eva, Eva. I love that little dollar hot spot dollar mm. deal thing, whatever. Mm. Yeah. All the things. So she said, I'm only going to be on gone a few minutes because her boyfriend was coming to pick her up soon. So she was just running real quick. She knew right what she was getting. Coming right back home. She goes to Target. She called her mom from Target and asked for help finding where a gift box would be located in the store. She talked to her mom for a few minutes. Her mom helped her. You know, it's in the gift wrap section on the end, blah, blah, blah. And then they hung up. John got to Kelsey's house around 730. He was very close with her family. So he just came in, was talking to her dad, talking to her siblings, you know, waiting for her to come around. But she never came. So after a little while, her family and her boyfriend got worried and they called her and texted her and called her again and texted her again. And they got no answer, no response. It was very abnormal for her to be late and then to not communicate. Mm -hmm. So her dad was a police officer, and he started calling some of his colleagues in the police department to see if anyone had reported a car accident or a broken down car or some type of an emergency or a road delay or something, trying to figure out some explanation why Kelsey was MIA. In the meantime, while he's making these phone calls, Kelsey's boyfriend, John, and one of her sisters jumped in the car and went to look for her. They drove to Target, and they drove all around the parking lot, but there was no sign of her car. So they went inside the store to look, but they never found Kelsey. 
they started driving around to other areas that she possibly could have gone to, like mm-hmm. in that vicinity of Target. And around 9.30, so this is two hours after Kelsey was expected home, they found her car. Oh. Her car was parked in the parking lot of a mall outside of a Macy's store. And the mall was across the street from the Target. Okay. But Kelsey was nowhere. She wasn't in the car. She wasn't around the car. It's 930 at night. The mall is closed. Target is closed at this point. So it's very odd for her car to just be parked there. Mm -hmm. So John, the boyfriend, and the sister called Kelsey's parents and told them they'd found her car. And they say that her car was left in the parking lot, but it wasn't in a parking space. So it was almost in like three parking spaces. Like it had just been pulled into an empty parking lot and left like very in a hurry almost is what it looked like. It wasn't like parked. It was just left there, pulled in. like Right. So they called the police and they reported Kelsey missing and officers came out to Kelsey's car to take a look. Mm -hmm. Kelsey's purse and wallet were found inside the car along with the items that she had purchased from Target. Her keys had been thrown on the floor of the driver's side. Kelsey and her cell phone were both missing. Okay. There was no sign of a struggle in or around the car, but these were very odd circumstances, and it was very out of character for Kelsey to do something like this, so police immediately suspected foul play, and searches began for Kelsey. Like, they were like, she's in danger. Something happened. Because this is clearly not like a robbery because they left everything. All of her purchases, her car is still there. I mean, it's, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So they knew that the more time that passed, the likelihood of her coming home okay was not good. So they jumped on it. I will say the police in this case are pretty amazing. You'll see why. That's good. The family called radio stations immediately to try to get the word out, and local TV stations also picked up on Kelsey's disappearance. Hundreds of volunteers, friends, classmates rallied and came out to search. They passed out flyers. They went door-to-door looking for any tips or information. A $30,000 reward was offered. Her boyfriend, John, was looked into pretty heavily by the police. I think they actually may have interviewed him more than once, but he was literally at her house with her family when she disappeared. Right. So he was cleared, but they did look into him. Kelsey's car was processed for forensic evidence, and there were a lot of fingerprints found in her car. They were able to determine that the fingerprints belonged to Kelsey, her family members, a couple of her friends, including her boyfriend, John. But there was one set of fingerprints on the buckle of the driver's seatbelt that could not be identified. Mm. So you know that metal piece that goes into the buckle? There was a fingerprint mm -hmm. on that. Right. Okay. Okay. And they didn't know who it was. They couldn't match it to anyone in Kelsey's life. Mm. Police requested Kelsey's cell phone records from Verizon. And they were told at first that Verizon could not release her records because of privacy. Yeah, I feel like there's like always something with freaking cell phone stuff with privacy, but it's like, come on, 
person's missing. Mm-hmm. Just put it right. like let's get it out there. <laughs> exactly. So police still were like, we we're not going to let this go. You're going to have to give it to us. But they had to jump through hoops, and so it took days. Mm-hmm. So in the meantime, while it's taking days to get these cell phone records, they requested CCTV footage and images from Target and from Macy's. Okay, so Target, Target stores have the some of the most advanced surveillance setups available. Really? Yes. They it's like apparently a very well-known thing that if you are in a Target, you're going to get seen on a camera and it is going to be very high quality. So I should feel safest at Target. Well, you should. But today, (laughs) something happens at the Target. Okay. So this Target store had over 40 surveillance cameras. The video quality of these cameras, just in the way that it's recorded, is already really high-quality video. But they also have this format where they're able to take that video and enhance it to become even clearer and, like, more zoomed in. So it's like, Hmm. this is what we need everywhere. Right. Every because we always are like, oh, they're seen on surveillance, but it's too grainy and we can't make out their features or we can't read the license plate or it might be them, but it's probably not. It's just so hard to tell. It's like, no, this target, I've watched the surveillance. It's like watching a TV show. How much manpower could they cut down on if they just invested in like high quality stuff like this all over the place? Because if they could get a good clear shot, then it's like, we know who it is. Now let's figure out how to find them. (laughs) Yes. Be like Target. (sighs) So Kelsey's car arrived. So this is what they caught. They've hours and hours and hours of surveillance, all these cameras and angles and everything, put it all together. And this is the timeline they came up with. Kelsey's car arrived in the Target parking lot at 6.54 p.m. She immediately gets out of her car and is seen walking into the store alone. She was clear as day. Definitely her. She was wearing a pink tank top and black shorts. Hmm. She spent a few minutes walking up and down the aisles, picking up her items. At 6.58, she is seen on the phone, which is when she called her mom. She's continuing to walk around the store, talking on the phone, carrying things. She never speaks to anyone. No one approaches her. Nothing. She's all by herself. She isn't acting strangely. She's just shopping. Mm-hmm. At 7.05, she approached the checkout and bought her items with a check, which you can clearly see her writing the check. Oh, my gosh. Who writes checks? (laughs) I know. This is 2007, too. I feel like like, that wasn't that long ago. I definitely quit using checks before 2007, Mm -hmm. but she did. And then she leaves the store at 7.07 p.m. So the whole entire thing takes 25 minutes or so. Mm -hmm. So she's seen walking out the door with her bags and her items in her hand. She walks to her car. So now we're switching to parking lot surveillance. She walks to her car. She puts her bags and her purse in the passenger seat. She walks around to the driver's door. And she's a little bit obscured because she's like behind her car. Mm -hmm. When she, you know, so like the passenger door was what was facing the camera. So when she walked around and was at the driver's side, you know, she kind of disappeared. She's, you can see someone's there, but whatever she gets in her car. 
7.09, her car leaves the parking lot. So and 25 there- minutes, start to finish. <clears throat> She's seen clear as day the whole time. No one's talking to her. No one's approaching her. And they're out, like their parking lot surveillance sur- – surveillance. that's a hard word. Surveillance <laughs> is just as good as they're in the store one. Yes. Like it's very clear. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she was farther away. So like in a store, the surveillance cameras are in the ceiling. Okay. Right. In the parking lot, there is more of a distance. Yes. The only odd thing the entire time is that whenever she pulls out of the parking lot, so you can actually see her car go to the edge of the parking lot and pull onto the main street, she turns to the left out of the store or out of the parking lot, and her home would have been to the right. Oh, okay. So it was like she went somewhere else. Maybe she's going to Starbucks or something. Right. So it's Starbucks only- near Target. <laughs> I'm assuming. In Target. Well, they're Target, in it. Target. It's the best. <laughs> we have one in our Target and in the same parking lot as Target. <laughs> oh, that's just silly Starbucks. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So at 9.17 p.m., her car is then seen pulling into the parking lot of the mall outside of Macy's and then parked haphazardly. Now, the Macy's surveillance cameras are not as good. As the target ones. So it is very grainy and it's nighttime at this point. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard to see. But someone in a light shirt and dark bottoms gets out of the driver's door and runs away from the car towards the main road. Oh. Towards target, actually, essentially. So whoever got out of Kelsey's car, even though the video was grainy and it was dark and it was harder to see – it was not Kelsey. Mm-hmm. It did not look like Kelsey. This person did not have long hair. The way that this person was moving, it seemed to be a bigger figure, most likely a male. Okay. Just based on like the gait and the mannerisms. So at this point, police and Kelsey's family are very alarmed because someone has taken her car and returned it to a parking lot that isn't her. Right. And they're confused. So investigators take this target footage. And remember how I told you that they are able to enhance it to make Mm -hmm. it even more clear? Mm -hmm. So that's what they do. And they put it on like a big projection screen. So it's like the size of the wall, like a movie theater type thing. But can't that sometimes mess with the resolution of something if you're pretty sure it can? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But that's what they did. And so they put they put it up on this big wall, they enhance it, and they slow it down, slow it way down. So there's nothing different about any of the stuff in the store. However, when they look at the parking lot footage of her getting into her car for a split second, and I'm not joking when I say split second, as she walks around to the driver's side, someone comes running in from the left. Like a flash of a person. Oh, whoa. That you literally cannot see. I watched the surveillance probably four times. Did not see this happen at all. I saw her Mm. walk around, get in her car, and her car drive off. Absolutely did not see this. Then they enhance it and they put it in slow motion and show you again. Clear as daggone day. Wow. unbelievable. I mean, he was – this person was running fast. And the person is wearing a light-colored shirt with dark bottoms, which is 
meets the description of the person who got out of her car in the Macy's parking lot. But does not interact with her in that footage. No, other than running towards her. No. Right. Okay. So now they're thinking, okay, we need to review all of the footage all over again. And we need to look for this person. We need to look for a person who matches this description of a male with a light colored shirt and dark bottoms. So they go back to the Target surveillance footage. And during Kelsey's shopping trip, also in the store, there is a white man in his early to mid-20s with short, dark hair, wearing a white t-shirt and dark grayish shorts. Okay. This man walked in the store seconds after Kelsey and can be seen in every single aisle or section that Kelsey goes to and is always just steps behind her. The whole time, he never stops looking at her. Ever. And this isn't picked up on when they're initially looking at her walking through. No, because they're just looking at her. And no okay. one approached her. No one talked to her. Nothing. So, And there's other shoppers in the store. Like, it's not just the two of them. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, like, she'll be in an aisle and there'll be four other people in the aisle. He's just one of them. Right. But then she goes to another aisle and they're like, wait, there that guy is again. There's one point where he is following her and she stops abruptly in like Mm -hmm. the jewelry section. So he has to walk by her. And the entire time he is walking by her, he never stops looking. Like he's just like following her the entire – it is so creepy to watch. He's like hunting her. That's what it looks like. No Can they see this person's face very clearly? Yes. Clear as day. Okay. So when Chelsea, not Chelsea, Kelsey (laughs) goes to check out to pay for her items, the man then leaves the store. So -hmm. she goes to the checkout to pay for her items and he leaves and walks out of view of the surveillance cameras in the parking lot. So he, wherever he walked, it was like on the edge of the parking lot. Mm -hmm. Then the same man is seen running up to Kelsey's car as she's getting in it. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, so haunting, this whole entire yes. thing. Yes. Okay. So, like you said, because Target's surveillance is so advanced, they are able to get a very clear photo of this man as he's walking out of the store. Mm-hmm. So, the cameras that are over top of the door, it's looking right directly down on his face, and they just take a snap of that, and they release it to the public. Mm-hmm. They also start looking at surveillance footage of, like, right before Kelsey arrived to see if they can figure out, like, if did he walk into the parking lot or how did he get there? And they can see this same man driving an older model Chevy truck, and he pulled into the parking lot just a few minutes, like, five minutes before Kelsey arrived. And then that same truck was still in the parking lot after hours. And at like five or so minutes after Kelsey's car is left at Macy's, that truck pulls out of the Target parking lot. Okay. So that truck and that guy get there a few minutes before Kelsey, and then his truck doesn't move. And then Mm -hmm. her car is left at Macy's a couple hours later, and minutes after that, that truck leaves. So they believe that that truck belongs to this man. Right. And this man knew where Kelsey was. So I, they take if, this photo. 
If I didn't ha- need another reason to love Target, I now oh, have one and, and I don't in- need one. <laughs> <laughs> and the investigators. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too, for sure. Yeah. Who I mean, they're doing like this is a really awesome job here. Mm-hmm. So police, like I said, they take this photo of this unknown man and the photo of his truck and they release it to the public asking for any leads or information of someone meeting this man's description and the description of this vehicle. Right. Over 2,000 tips came in. So that's a lot to weed through, as you can imagine. Mm -hmm. But they do it. One of the most interesting tips that comes in is a waitress at a restaurant that was nearby the Target store called in and said, that man came into the restaurant and sat in my section and ate and was being very inappropriate and very rude. And he really upset this waitress. And the manager of the restaurant ended up asking him to leave. Oh, wow. Okay. Which he did, but he left without paying his bill. Oh. This was shortly before Kelsey went missing. Mm-hmm. So they are able to determine based on the restaurant's CCTV that it is the same man. But they still don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. So police look up everyone who had a truck registered that met that description and that was a person that met this particular description of this man. And they get a match for a man named Edwin Roy Hall. So this guy, this Edwin guy, he's similar age. And based on his DMV photo, he meets the description of the man that they saw on the surveillance. And he had this exact same truck. But there were several addresses on file for him. And so they would go to those addresses and he was not there. He didn't live there anymore. He had moved. It was an old address. So the police were having a hard time finding him. Mm-hmm. But they, but this was like, they were like, we think that he is a person of interest. So then they get a tip from a woman who said that she believed that the person of interest was her neighbor, Jack. So they okay. were like, well, who's Jack. So the caller gave the police a good address for Jack because, remember, he was her neighbor. So she was like, well, here's where I live and he lives up the road or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so police are like, well, all right, we'll follow up on this lead. So they go out to see who this Jack person is. And it turns out that Jack is Edwin Roy Hall, who went Ooh. by the nickname Jack. Uh, what part of his name says Jack? <laughs> I would imagine it would be the ass part, the jackass part. <laughs> that would just be my guess. I just came up with that just now. Did you like that? Well You're done. Welcome. Well done. Well done. Yes, I'm here all day. <laughs> all right. So on June 6, four days after Kelsey went missing, police went out to question this jack person. When they arrived, they found the truck matching the description as the one seen on the Target CCTV footage. And wouldn't you know, they found the man, Jack met perfectly met the description as the person following Kelsey and Jack was in the process of loading up that truck for a vacation with his wife and four-year-old son. I know what? I was shocked by that too. I was also shocked by that. Oh, what? Like he's mm-hmm. married. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, all right. Okay. So let me tell you about Jack. Okay. Jack was 26 years old He was, like I said, married with a child. He had been in foster care until he was adopted at the age of seven. 
He was then turned back over to the state of Kansas at the age of 15 for threatening his adoptive sister with a knife. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, not not uh, great. Mm-hmm. He had a juvenile assault record as well for hitting a young boy repeatedly with a baseball bat. Ugh. So, Jack came, agreed to come into the station for question questioning willingly. He admitted to being at Target on June 2nd, the day that Kelsey disappeared, but he denied knowing Kelsey or having anything to do with any disappearance of any kind. He was shown a photo of Kelsey, and his response was, quote, Oh, yeah, I saw her. She had great legs. Uh, What? Yeah, just gross to say that. She's missing, sir. Yeah. Now, police at this point had no real evidence that Jack was involved with Kelsey's disappearance, other than he had been in the same place at the same time. Mm -hmm. However, they were pretty sure that he was their guy. So they arrested him anyway for the dine and dash because he didn't pay his bill at that restaurant. Okay, good call. Remember, good call. Mm-hmm. Right? And while they were booking him for those charges, they obtained his fingerprints. Oh, the seatbelt! <laughs> they were able to compare his fingerprints with the unknown fingerprint that was on the buckle of the seatbelt of Kelsey's car and it was a match. Yes! So he's caught. <laughs> right. But where is Kelsey? Mm-hmm. But, we still okay, don't yes. know where she is, right? Will the okay. jackass tell us? <laughs> well, no. So on this same day, the day that they arrested him for the dine and dash and then matched the fingerprints, they finally get the cell phone records from Verizon. Because Kelsey's boyfriend had been calling and texting her over and over and over again during, like, that evening where she didn't show up, every single time he called her or texted her, her cell phone would ping off a tower. And so these pings were like breadcrumbs Mm -hmm. for the investigation. So, like, call me a bunch of times if I go Mm -hmm. missing. If you don't know where I am, call me a bunch so I can just ping everywhere. Yeah, right. So they follow these pings, and within an hour, in a wooded area near Longview Lake, under a pile of brush, they find the nude body of Kelsey Smith. Oh, man. Her body was found just over the border in Missouri. Oh. Which was, it was about 20 miles from Mm -hmm. the target where she went missing. Like you said earlier on, it's right on the border there. Mm -hmm. So she was actually found in Mazara. Mazara. (laughs) Mazara. Jack was charged with kidnapping and first-degree murder. He did have scratch marks all over his arms and chest, and so it was very obvious that Kelsey had fought him. She fought Mm. hard. Oh, good girl. Yes. An autopsy was performed, and Kelsey's cause of death was listed as strangulation. It was found that she had been strangled with her own belt that had been in her car. That was a part of her uniform at the movie theater. It was also determined that Kelsey had been sexually assaulted prior to her death. So after her body was found and the autopsy was performed, Jack was also charged with rape and sodomy in addition to kidnapping and murder. Gross. His bail was set at, yes. 
His bail was set at $5 million, and prosecution said from the beginning that they would be seeking the death penalty. Jack continued to claim that he was innocent. However, the following year, prior to his trial in 2008, Jack agreed to take a plea deal to avoid the death penalty. They always end up getting scared. Yes. They don't want to die those. Well, no wonder because they're (laughs) going to hell. Yeah. He agreed to plead guilty to all four charges and would agree to a sentence of life in prison without the possibility of parole plus 47 years. So hefty charge or hefty Mm -hmm. sentence. In exchange, he had to tell the truth about what happened to Kelsey that day. Mm. He admitted that he was hunting someone. He pulled into the Target parking lot and saw Kelsey walk in and followed her to make sure she was alone, that she wouldn't be meeting someone else or picking someone else up. As she went to pay for her items, he went to his truck and got his gun. He then rushed Kelsey as she was getting into her car and put the gun to the back of her neck. He told her that if she cooperated with him, that he wouldn't hurt her. He just needed her to drive him somewhere. So Kelsey agreed and they got into her car. They drove to the wooded area near the lake. Jack then sexually assaulted her and strangled her to death, covered her body, and left. He drove her car back to the Macy's parking lot and left it there and then walked across the street to the Target parking lot and got in his truck and went home. Okay. Question. Mm Mm-hmm. It was not caught... On surveillance that he got into her car, though? You can't see the driver's side of the car. Because the camera is, the passenger door is facing the camera. So, like, what is happening on the other side of her car, you can't see on the surveillance. Okay. Okay. No, I did not see him get in her car. Because you said that when they slowed it down, you could see him running at her. Yes. But that there's really no – you couldn't see an interaction. So there, you couldn't no. see him put a gun to her and tell her to get in the car and no. drive him somewhere. Once he gets behind her car, I can't see either one of them. Mm-hmm. You can't see okay. either one of them anymore. So he okay. must have gotten in on the driver's side because mm-hmm. he definitely did not walk around. Jack admitted that Kelsey was chosen at random, abducted in broad daylight, and that she was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. I know, like BRB while I go hide myself and my children forever. Um, because that's real scary. It it one hundred percent is real scary. Has this guy done this before? I mean, clearly that's not part of the plea deal to tell. But I feel like, how has he not? Yes, it's it's definitely suspected that this is not mm-hmm. his first. Uh, you know day at the rodeo when it comes to things like this, but he's never been linked to any other crimes Mm. and is certainly not talking. Mm -hmm. Edwin Roy Jack Hall is currently 41 years old and is incarcerated at the Hutchinson Correctional Facility in Hutchinson, Kansas, where he will rot for the rest of his life. Thank God. Yes. Kelsey's parents and supporters went on to create the Kelsey Smith Foundation, which promotes self-defense and safety awareness. 
and they helped pass a law called the Kelsey Smith Act that states cell phone companies can ping a phone and turn over the information if authorities determine that the subscriber is in danger. Most states in the U.S. I know. Most states in the U.S. have passed this law, and the U.S. Congress is debating making it a federal law. Well, it should be, because I'm sorry. The days that it took them to get that information is a matter of – I mean, I'm pretty sure that it may not have helped her in this instance because it feels like he took her, did whatever immediately, and then it was at night. yes. But there are circumstances where days are a matter of life and death, and you – need that information now. Right. You're absolutely right. And yeah, I think it's awesome that that is her legacy that is going Mm -hmm. to help so many more people. Mm -hmm. I saw an interview with her dad, saw a lot of interviews. There's a lot of documentaries on this case. Actually, it's very fascinating to people because everything was caught on surveillance. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's like they had every single piece of the puzzle that they needed to have. And it just, it's like, you, you can't stop it. Mm-hmm. You can't stop it. You see it play out just like a movie and there's nothing that you can do because like mm-hmm. it's just so haunting. But her dad in this interview um, said that it's very important to them that she – that her name is out there and that she has a legacy and that she's not just a story, that there's more to her death than this podcast. <laughs> yeah, You know what I mean? Amen. Yes. Yes. Kelsey, what? I'm sorry. Smith. Smith. Mm -hmm. How did I forget that? And that is the super scary and tragic and awful case. It is. Gosh. Oh, Oh my goodness gracious. Oh, I mean, maybe now, I mean, maybe now I won't go to Target, but I will go to Target. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you're going to get kidnapped, be at Target. Right. If I have a choice between stores, I should go to Target because if I feel like someone's following me, then at least Target's got their eyes on them. I, you her. know what? Just stay in your closet. Okay. Stay right here. Stay in the closet. Stay out of Target. Stay in the closet. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for telling that story. And thank You're you, I, Irish East. Is that her? Yes. Okay. Because I think yep. she's changed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's what it is right now. So, okay. yes, thank yeah. you very much. But I want to make sure that I said the right one. But um, yep. yes, thank you for suggesting that. That is 100% haunting and just amazing that all of that was caught on phenomenal security cameras. That Yep. And that ugh, Jack, ugh, number one, disgusting human being. Number two, he had a family and a baby. Mm-hmm. Or yep. four-year-old, right? Yeah, he was four. And yeah, I cannot – I 100% believe that he has done something else to someone else because I don't know. I I was hunting. Like I, I feel like you'd be really much more nervous if this was your first time doing it. Yeah. So um, anyway, my opinion, but – Thank you for telling the story. I totally appreciate that. I it was haunting, but it was very yeah. interesting. I'll and link I want the shows to- too if you want to go and watch the CCTV. It's in the that's notes. what I was going to say. I want to watch some of this, so please link that or send it to me. We'll do. So, anyways, yes. So if you like it, please let us know. Communicate with us on social media. Like it, all the things, um, and just always remember the world is scary. People suck. Hide in your closet. <laughs>